0: It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and
1: get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Ah, It's a thirsty Thursday. Almost at the weekend. Yes. Mm. Just grinding it out. It was like a half week with Christmas. But you know now you got to kind of get back on the horse to finish out 2023 strong, which is what we're here and it's yep. what we're doing for sure. Matt Smith in for Mike Evans alongside Mark Schlereth. First up in the brew, Sean Payton spoke with the media and addressed the
2: change at quarterback yesterday. Most of you know we made a change at quarterback, um, and I understand all the speculation and everything that surrounds a move like that. And I can tell you. We're desperately trying to win. And sure, in our, in our game today, there are economics and all those other things. But the number one push behind this, and it's a decision I'm making, is to get a spark offensively. Obviously, it's difficult. And you know, all of us feel like, man, we didn't do well enough. Did you hear it? Did you hear the key word? What was
1: it? Spark. Mm-hmm. You heard that a lot yesterday you heard that a lot and you even heard that from Ian Rappaport. so that was the company line that they're going with right to try and make it seem like it was about more than just the financial reasons because it was even interesting when we broke the news with Rappaport's tweet yesterday he said the Broncos are strongly considering sitting him and then later he came out and kind of clarified that it was more of a football decision and used the same word spark Mm -hmm. so that is the word that's coming from inside the building and I I
0: understand I understand the financial ramifications and the fact that you're spending way too much money based on the production that you're getting. I also understand the winning aspect of that. And I think what's really hard for the general fan to see, because they watch the TV, they, they're watching TV. Um, and it's really hard, even as I call games every weekend, it's really hard to see everything even when you're calling a game uh, I have the benefit of having all 22 in the booth so I can go reference it you know and yeah. look at it right mm. during the course of the game but even then there are times when you want to talk about something that you, you can't talk about because you got to throw it to a the studio for a game break and you got to do this and that and, and then it gets lost right then it's you're moving on it happens right? to me all the time all the time <laughs> and, and you'd like to have a conversation about some of those things but the bottom line is I can tell you there are so many plays left on the football field, so many throws left on the football field, so many opportunities left on the football field, and so many bad plays that you run yourself into based upon your inability to throw the ball on time. And and so for them, they're looking at it like, hey man, if we could just get, like if we could take this half a dozen plays that we miss and another half a dozen that we run ourselves into trouble out of this offense, then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be a top you know top fifteen top ten scoring team. If we could do that, we'd be in the top ten scoring easy. But we can't. And the other thing that happens is is whatever like, and this is frustrating for an organization. This is frustrating for me. The finger starts getting pointed at everybody else. Well, they're not talented enough over here, and this receiver's not good enough, and this guy can't get open and, and you don't have a tight end that's a difference maker. And you don't have and I understand all that, like I understand all that. But at some point, if your quarterback can't get guys the ball in rhythm and on time, then it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter what you have out there. And and you've seen it and I've shown you and I've talked to Mike about it. There are half a dozen to do a dozen plays a game. Oh, it happens all the time.
1: Yeah, it happens all the time. I, I have no issue with, with using the football decision as the out here. Yeah. That, that's fine with me. I get we, we all understand why this is happening. I don't think anybody's confused. We we, we get it now. Mm. Sean Payton continued a little bit saying that he did spend time with Russ because Adam Schefter confirmed yesterday, and we are going to speak to Schefter at about 8, 10, 8, 15 to get the latest on what went down with the Russ and Sean breakup. But... Adam reported that Sean met with Russell and then met with the team. So everybody found out about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the reports were that that locker room was pretty surprised
2: afterwards, after practice. This is what Sean Payton had to say about that conversation with Russ. I spent time with Russ this morning. He's been a pro and, and obviously disappointed, but all the work that goes into doing what he does or doing what they do at that position, it's difficult. And it's, it's difficult and challenging and you know, there's a part of you, certainly myself as a head coach, that feels like, man, I needed to be better.
1: Do you have any other thoughts or maybe does the visual of Sean yelling at Russ after what we reportedly learned yesterday, right, from Jordan Schultz, does that change it all for you? I mean, because if they came to him and asked him to take away the injury guarantee, he probably would not pretty pleased with them. And then he's berating you like that on the sideline, and you know, Russ didn't say anything. it mm-hmm. would be pretty understandable if you had a reaction to that, just from a from a human perspective. But Sean is right. I mean, he's handled this whole thing like a pro, especially if that's sure. what happened. Sure, uh, I don't think there's any question that he's handled it with a pro, like like a pro, and
0: he he'll continue to handle it that way because that's you know the way he's wired. and He's got that you know he's got that as I call it toxic positivity, like. You know, so there is that that aspect of it that he'll handle it like a pro. Um, listen, man, it it stinks. Anytime you get benched, it stinks. Anytime that you know your your career is not going the way you want it to go, that stinks. But that's just reality. I mean, that's the reality of the situation, and that's life. Yeah, and I and, can't deny it. Yeah, and and if you're not, and it doesn't. I mean, it's every guy, it's every coach. If you're not doing enough, if it's not going well. You will be scrutinized and eventually they'll get ready.